This episode is brought to you by Catan. This summer looks a bit different than most summers. We're staying at home for the most part, and we're finding ourselves looking for new activities to enjoy at home. Catan is a board game for three to four players, ages 10 and up, although younger kids can play with adult guidance. It is a great way to keep families engaged in off screens, even if it's just for a little while. And those opportunities are hard to come by. And it's really easy to pick up. Get Catan at catanshop.com slash mom. Listeners of our podcast get 10% off the original base game Catan by using the promo code mom at checkout. Offer not good on other Catan titles or merchandise. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. Yes. Happy Pride Month. <gasps> Thank you to you as well, Samantha. I've seen you so many times this month and I don't think or talked to you so many times this month. And I can't believe I haven't said that to you already. <laughs> I could sense it. Okay. I, okay, I, good. I, I can just always tell. I haven't said it either. So we're, <laughs> we're making amends right now. Um, yeah, yeah. It is Pride Month as we record this and as it comes out. But again, we can't control when you're listening to it. True. So... If it is Pride Month when you listen, happy Pride Month. And you know what? Happy Pride Month anyway. Hugs. Happy Pride Month. Virtual hugs. hugs. Everyone. Yes, yes. And because of that, I thought I'd do a, a brief check-in and update on my asexuality with, with some other newsy items thrown in. Because yes, also as we record this, there are a lot of protests in the United States and around the world around Black Lives Matter and police brutality. And as a part of that, we have seen a lot of conversations around not leaving the Black LGBTQ plus community out of that conversation. And specifically, Black trans lives matter, um, also Black women's lives matter, which isn't necessarily LGBTQ plus, but a part of this conversation. And we've seen the Stonewall riots come up a lot, which was sort of the impetus for what is now Pride Month um, in association with or in, in the kind of similarities that the Stonewall riots had with what is going on right now. Right. And the Supreme Court just ruled that civil rights extends to the LGBTQ plus community. Yay. Surprisingly, by an overwhelming amount of votes from the justices. I honestly was surprised that it was yeah. six to three. And by the way, fuck you, Kavanaugh. <laughs> Just to put that out there, uh, because he did exactly what we thought he would do, even though he wouldn't admit it during his confirmation hearing. Um, and there has also, and we're not going to get too much into it, but there's a big conversation about the fact that the way that the opinion was read in the argument for the civil rights extension 
actually left out the bisexual community in its language. And a lot of the bisexual community were really upset, even though this was a victory, because it was a type of erasure that they've had to deal with, as we've talked about previously, for many, many years and within the LGBTQ community in itself. So it was really interesting to see what that take and uh, probably something that we should revisit, even though, yes, it is still an overall victory because we know many states did not have any of these rulings and were allowed to discriminate against that community and being able to fire. But there's also that conversation of the at-will state. When we heard this news, my entire body and brain was like, good news? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I think the day before the decision, because there are several decisions that were supposed to happen that day, um, everybody was just in a ball of anxiety and just assumed. And I think someone actually tweeted, uh, one of the people that we follow, oh, well, tomorrow's going to be a bad day. It's going to be the worst day. Might as well go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I struggled to process it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there is that. Um, on a personal level, I've been navigating what being asexual and biromantic means for me and what it means for my future. Because as I've discussed before, I have a lot of trust issues. So it would take so, 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 so much for me to believe that I could be in a relationship, in a healthy relationship with someone who is okay with not having sex and not like feeling guilty about it myself. So there is that. And I have been looking back on my life and all this pressure that I felt to date and to be as into sex and having sex as my friends were and just absolutely not feeling it and thinking something was wrong with me or I just needed more time or or whatever the, the reason and how many things I've done that I didn't want to do because of it. And of course, all my history with sexual trauma and lack of trust in myself has complicated all of that too. And I still feel a little uncomfortable saying I'm part of the community since I can pass as straight. Um, I'm so, so confident that I'm queer, like above all else, but I am hesitant to claim it um, just because I, I haven't faced any public discrimination. Right. Um, um, and that's kind of that conversation about erasure anyway, that even though you can identify as that, that people do easily erase that community in general. And I actually, I told you, uh, an acquaintance of mine came out as ace. And the first thing I was like, oh, let me tell you about my, you know, it's like we did a podcast because uh-huh. my, we did an episode because my co-host is ace and here's something to know. And, and it was really nice to be able to like, hey, you're not alone. And I love that you're coming out now. And here are some more people within our community who can relate to you and you can relate to. Yeah, that's probably been the most rewarding thing about going through this on a podcast is going through figuring out what I identify as. um, Is people have reached out and said, thank you so much. You've encouraged me to talk to people about how I identify or you've helped me figure out how I identify. And that is so rewarding. So I'm glad to be a part of that. It's really funny because I generally don't get upset when people, and I'm thinking in one instance in particular, but when we could still hang out with people where I was hanging out with kind of an older couple and they were discussing like past relationships and how they had broken up with people who didn't want to have sex because something was clearly wrong with them. Right. And it was hurtful. 
But I'm able to navigate those situations, kind of get away from them or or have that conversation. It's fine. But because social media has become such a minefield, a couple of days ago, asexual was trending on Twitter. And I was like, nope, I'm getting <laughs> off Twitter for all day. And I think it was because SpongeBob, so Nickelodeon announced he was like happy pride and he was part of the pride LGBTQ plus community and everyone was like Spongebob is gay or he's bisexual and then they found an old comment from the creator who is now dead uh, but he said I always thought of him as asexual I yeah. think that's why it was trending <laughs> uh, yeah I think uh, like inviting him to the community as well as the fact that a cartoon character was representing an LGBTQI plus you know was mm-hmm. the big point of that. <laughs> but probably. I didn't read too much into that either other than, oh yeah, of course. Of course. SpongeBob. <laughs> um, yeah, and it has been funny because I I suppose that's a it's a really good distraction right now, but I've been writing my fan fiction and thinking a lot about my past fictional crushes and people are like, but you have so many crushes. <laughs> yeah, I can crush, man. <laughs> crush that's hard. Okay. That's completely different. Yes, it is. It is. Um, And I did want to put it in here because I thought it was hilarious. I recently have gotten not one, not two, not three, um, but four because I just got another one text from dudes uh, saying I've been avoiding them. And I thought that was very, very funny because it's a pandemic. (laughs) Right. You're like, I don't know what that means. But yes, I'm staying in the house and avoiding most people. I'm avoiding everyone, actually. (laughs) It's not just you. (laughs) But now it's definitely you. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, that was just a very funny thing that happened. Um, And something else I wanted to touch on because I thought it was really funny um, that doesn't necessarily have to do with pride, but just hilarious is the New York City Health Department sex guidelines have been updated. Now, we talked about these already. Right. um, But they've expanded on it. And I just, I've got to share some of their tips. Oh, I love it. Okay. So number one, this is a quote. These are quotes. You are your safest sex partner. Um, Number two, and I think this is my favorite, be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That just makes me think of all the cleanup you're going to have to do. Yeah, I mean, we're cleaning up more in general. So just add that to the pile. Um, (laughs) Masturbate together. Okay. Um, Large gatherings are not advised. Limit the size of your guest list. Keep it intimate. So keep your orgies small. Very small. (laughs) Yeah. It's no longer orgies, is it? I know. After a certain number, so. <laughs> I love that large <laughs> gatherings are not advised. Um, avoid kissing. And they do advise that you wear a mask during sex. So, you know, you can get creative with that, I suppose. And they are offering free home delivery of condoms and lube. Well, that's super nice. Uh, that is. But I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the wear mask thing. I guess that could be a new form of... Well, you know, uh, some people like in the BDSM community like that. Is that a new form of kink or is that an insult to say that? I'm trying to think of it. I, I don't, I think it's, you know, people, some people like wearing a mask. Right, right. Some people, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> There's so many things going through my head right now that I'm like, huh, what does that look like? Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> 
So yeah, that I just wanted to touch on that again. Um, and and we would love to hear from you listeners. How has Pride been for you if you've been doing anything special or not? We just like hearing from you. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You or on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast. Thanks as always to our super producers, JJ Posway and Andrew Howard. Thanks, guys. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hi, I'm Allie Wentworth. How do I grow a teenager in a pandemic? Well, that's exactly what I want to find out. In my new podcast, Go Ask Allie, I'm asking experts to help me answer that question. For example, are quarantine teenage girls more apt to Instagram nude photos? Are they somehow going to end up on the dark web? Are teenagers getting ripped off by their new virtual education? And how do we deal with their overwhelming anxiety and uncertainty? And are they losing empathy? I'll be talking to experts and friends like my friend Brooke Shields. She'll reveal how her complicated sexual upbringing has influenced how she is as a mother to teenage girls. It's a new world, and how we raise these young humans in it determine our future. So let's share some real experiences with all new episodes releasing every other Thursday. Listen to Go Ask Allie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this time of pandemic and revolution, do you find yourself frustrated at high levels of corruption and inequality, at our inability to get basic things done, at the persistence of systemic racism? You're not alone. I'm Baratunde Thurston, author, activist, and comedian. Our democratic experiment is at a tipping point, but which way we tip is up to us. Listen to How to Citizen with Baratunde on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.